Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Woo! Yo, I was 17 when this uh when this song came out and I was in a club. Shout out with my shout out my homie Naveen. He knows I think he might remember this story, but we were at you know what I don't even want to get into it right now. Let's get back to Jay. Uh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Woo! Ah. Uh. Ayo. Thank you for joining me today. You could have been anywhere in the world, you know what I mean? <laughs> Listen to me get my Jay Z shit off. Listen to me get my Jay Z shit off, son. Uh huh. Alright, let me stop playing this music. Right, let, me, let 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 me turn that down a little bit, or damn near all the way. Welcome. God damn, to the very first episode of this podcast that I'm doing, finally. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to call it Bunsy's World, Bunsy's Corner, Bunsy 3.0, because your boy is turning 30 this year. I don't know what I'm going to call it, um, but right now it's just a nigga rambling on the microphone about some shit that you might, you might like, you might not. I don't know. Hopefully, um, I, I might I might play some shit that, or I might say some shit that you'll like. You're gonna hear some shit that you hate. Um, nonetheless, I'm just here to uh, talk. You know, because I find that talking to whether it's someone, something, um, it helps. It helps. It helps big time, man. Sometimes you need an outlet to let the things out that you have uh buried deep down uh emotions wise that's a big one you know what i mean but you know we're not gonna get into that let me let me get to my man monsoon real quick man i just want to do a little quick intro this song's called out of my mind shout out zach and mary whoa Yeah, that's it. That's all we're going to do. That's a good song, man. Shout out to uh, Monsoon, man. Shout out to my two friends, uh, Zach and Mary, who actually put me onto that song, man. And it's been a fucking, what would you call it? It's been a trailblazer. It's been a trailblazing song for me ever since I heard it. But whatever, we'll get, we will get all into that later. Um, first episode, uh, you know, I, let me let me introduce myself first and foremost. My name is David Bunzi. Uh, just to give you guys a little background into who I am and you know where I come from. Uh, I'm 29. I was born and raised in Toronto, uh, Rexdale to be specific. Um, lived, uh, you know, if for those who know, I lived on Kipling for a little bit, um, and then by like '97, I moved to uh, Humberline. Shout out H Block. They know the vibes. They know the fucking vibes already. Man, I wish I had something that was like aggressive, so that I could like play it as a drop or something. That I can when I get when I get in my gangster shit. No, you y'all 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 see. I'll get my gangster shit. Um, yeah, I was in I was at Humberline. I was there till '97, um, and that was you know that was most of my you know the important years. That that's what uh, those those important years of you know uh, being raised and nurturing and experiencing things a lot for the first time. That you know I experienced all of that um, at Humberline, uh, which I and I was there until uh, 2011. 
<laughs> due to some really bad life decisions. And now I'm I'm in Brampton due to those same life decisions I was speaking of. But um, if you're not from Brampton, the best way that I can explain it to you is when you think of America, you think of you think of when you think of like the worst parts of America, it's the South, right? Texas, Florida, you know. Those real redneck backcountry fuck my cousin type of <laughs> states. Those, those, those states, and you know the surrounding states outside of those places. How they view the South is exactly how places like Toronto, Mississauga, all these other surrounding cities. That's how they all view Brampton, and that's where I live, and I've been here since 2011. Um, and I gotta say. It's grown on me over the years. For a long time, I want to say my first four to five years here in Brampton, it was. It it wasn't that it wasn't that hard of an adjustment because for those who know, Rexdale is a. It's an interesting, animated, vibrant place filled with many different cultures. Okay, so there's you got Jamaican people, Indian people, Somalian people, uh, Asian people. You have people from all walks of life, and I think that's a big part of. Toronto actually is um hold on one second I just realized the music was still playing but um no uh Rexdale was one of those places where you uh you ran into a lot of different people and there was always there was always conflict and there was always things that you know what's the what's the best way to put this not even the best way but what's just there there are a lot of crackheads there <laughs> a, lot of crackheads, a lot of crackheads in Rexdale um and I don't know about now because I haven't been there in so long. But you know, growing up, it was it was an interesting place. Um, and where I live in Brampton now, I say all that to say this long winded thing is that I where I live now in Brampton is the exact place that I lived in Rexdale. It's the same type of same type of stuff. It's crackheads galore, to be honest with you. Like it, it's crackhead galore. But it, it, like I said, it's I love I love it because the transition for me from Rexdale to here wasn't a hard one um because i remember what brampton looked like damn near 12 12 to 15 years ago it was just uh, uh it was just land you know and there, the, the population wasn't as high and now it's just it's there's more people there it's it's really turned itself into a a city a developing city that's still very much on the rise and you know i guess just this specific part of brampton for me uh has always been I now call home, you know, and I think it's important that we have a place that we can call home and all that. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that's just a little about me. Um, ho I hope, I hope that this, you know, I don't this. Okay. So let me give you like a, I guess an overall encompassing umbrella type thing with this, what I'm going to be doing with this podcast. It's going to be, there's going to be music. There's going to be, Obviously, yeah, obviously music. There's going to be, I'm going to talk politics. I'm going to talk sports. I'm going to talk life. I'm going to talk love. Um, I haven't really decided as to whether or not I want to do tarot reading on here because I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if my audience will attract that, but I'm going to do it. Uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm talking about an audience on the first episode. You hear the bullshit that I be getting off sometimes? I'm talking about audience on the first episode. So I'm, I'm just, just, just to give you guys a quick recap of, uh, you know, just, or not, not a recap, sorry, but just to give you guys a rundown of what'll be happening. I'm going to, 
I'm going to be talking a lot. I might play some music. I might not. I haven't quite decided. Um, listen, I, my job, my my thing in life, in this walk of life, is to never, uh, I never want to offend anybody. I think, I think, <laughs> I think that I can joke about just about anything. Um, scratch that, because that sounded crazy. I think for myself, and this is only for me, and that's another thing. I'm only ever speaking for me. I'm not speaking for a conglomerate, a specific group, a specific group of people, black people. Like, I'm not speaking for black people when I'm when I talk. I just want to make make it clear um, because I don't want that to be the underlying thing with a lot of the takes that I have. The takes that I have are simply for David Bunsey. They're for no one else but myself. Hold on, yo. My phone is vibrating, and I don't... Hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yo, niggas is stupid. That's all That's all I got to say. Um, But as I was saying, my, my views on things are never going to be reflective of a certain group of people. This is only simply to be how I feel. David Bunsey. That's me. I only speak for me. I don't speak for anybody else because I think the moment that you get into that game of you want to be a representative of a group of people, viewpoints can get misconstrued and misunderstood very quickly. And I'm not, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm, uh, that's not what I'm here to do personally. All the, anyone else that does it, that's on you. That's cool. More power to you. I think it's important that you have people that can speak up for a group of people. I think that's important. I think that is, um, granted, I'm getting way off topic here, so let's not even get into that. But initially, what I was trying to say is that with 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 joking, for me, um, I'm liable to joke about some shit that might piss you off. Yeah, I'm gonna let that marinate. I'm gonna let that sit for a little bit so you understand what I'm saying. I'm probably going to say some things that you might not like. And once again, to reiterate, if I haven't already, that's not my that's not what I come here to do. I come here to have a few laughs. I use this podcast as a form of expression. Ther- therapy for me. And I know niggas on Twitter be like, you know, there's therapy for what you're feeling. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. I wasn't asking you anything. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm just telling you how what I what I'm gonna be using this for. Okay. Um and I think that I think I cover everything, everything in the intro that I would have wanted to cover. I can't really think um there's anything else, man. Yo, listen, I, I listen, I'll tell y'all something. I'll tell y'all something. I'll tell you something, man. I made this playlist. Okay. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm very late to doing things. <laughs> no, no, no. But like listen, this is okay, this is what I mean. I need you to understand what I mean. Everyone's been making playlists since the end of time. For whatever reason, I just started making one. Well, not one. I'll say I started making them, but there's one that's been mostly overplayed lately, and I'm, like, really happy about it. Um, If you want, it's on iTunes because, you know, fuck Spotify and... Okay, maybe not fuck Spotify. See, look, look. Look at how I can easily be getting sponsors right now, and I'm already cussing them. I'm already cussing them out for no reason because I didn't like how y'all treated... You know what it was, man? You know why I always say fuck, fuck, uh, fuck Spotify? Because I didn't like their treatment of... uh, the Joe Button podcast. I didn't like that, man. I thought that was really uh it, 
when it comes to people who are in places of power and you as a person who uh, is a content creator, I think the people in power, they thoroughly undermine the power that you bring to the table. So they think that, you know, the, the powers that be think that they hold all the chips. They hold all the bargaining chips. And they don't. Of course, they have the, con you know, they have the conglomerate of people that can help push your your product and get it to the masses. But I didn't like how they treated Joe Budden with with, with his podcast. And then when it came to renegotiation, it was just a whole messy thing. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that. So I, you know, I never had Spotify to begin with. But guess what? I'm not getting it now. So fuck y'all, bitch ass. Oh, that whole ass niggas play that shit. Uh-huh. For you. All right, that's another uh, monsoon song. Let me cut that off real quick, man. That that one's called uh, Cloud. Man, what was that? There was there wasn't really much that I wanted to get into with you guys um today. Man, it's it's weird. You know what? Okay, so I guess just to go back into a little bit of what I was saying earlier about um a little bit of my background. I have a little bit of a radio background. Not much, not much. I have enough that I, you know, I, I know my way around some equipment. So a lot of the, I'm so, I apologize from now if the quality of the audio isn't great. That is something that will improve over time. Please spare my feelings because I got a lot of feelings inside and you, you going to hurt. All right, let me not fake cry because that's, that's, uh, that's fucking stupid. Let's not fake cry. But what's up with y'all, man? How's y'all, how's y'all day going, man? It's crazy. It's crazy that I'm even really behind the mic and talking to you because I, for so long, dreaded having to do something like this. I did. I did. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I didn't. Um, I don't like the sound of my own voice, partially. Fear. 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 Fear is a tough one, man. Fear is a tough one to navigate through when you don't know how to, when you don't have the resources, you know? Um, I know people say just go get up and do it, and that's how you conquer fear. And you know what? I think that is the truth. Uh, I, think that's part, I think that's part of the truth. I think that a lot of times, if I'm looking back on my life, a lot of the things that have stopped me from doing it was just myself was the fear of what the perception would have been of what I was doing. In high school, I never had that issue, though. I didn't. Hold on, let me fucking readjust my goddamn seat here. Ah! Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like this seating arrangement, y'all. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't like this. The way I'm sitting and the way I'm recording, it's like uh, my it's like my budget was $87, which <clears throat> it was less than. But anyways, um, for those who know, man, when I went to high school in West Humber, uh, at Rex, in Rexdale, sorry, and I never really had an issue doing things that put me in, I guess, a compromising position. I never cared about what anyone else really thought. Um, I graduated in 09, and I attended there in uh, in 2005. It was my first was my first year. <laughs> it's funny because, all right, I'm also going to be telling a lot of stories on this podcast because I just feel like I have a lot of shit to share. That I just think it's funny that you guys know. 
Shout out to my homie Naveen, man, because he's gonna he he when he hears this, he's gonna know exactly who I'm talking about. And shout out to everyone who was in this science class. This guy, man, this guy, he was the I think he's the funniest guy that I know to this day outside of myself. Uh, and I've known him damn near ninety seven. Yeah, so shout out to home homie, man. It's it's always love with him and his family. Shout out to everyone over there. But uh, in grade ten, we had we had science and. Listen. Let me let me let me let me let me talk to the science people out there real quick. If you're a science person, yo, teach me your ways, yo. Deadass. Because having science first thing in the morning felt like I would have much rather I'm not even gonna say that because that's crazy. But I'd much rather just not have science in the morning. Cause like First thing in the morning, you're you're barely up because you were up the night before playing Halo or Call of Duty till your eyes bled. And you were doing that till 4 a.m. And then you get up and you got to go to the school to learn about some shit that you know that you're never really going to use later on in life. Because you don't you're not you're not going to be a scientist and not going to give you a black ass a white white coat and be like, here, nigga, you're going <laughs> to you're going to be you're going to fucking check this human now for a disease. No, like they're not doing that. I'm not doing that personally. I know I'm not doing that. So it's kind of weird that like, I remember contesting so hard in grade 10 to my guidance counselor. Shout out Miss Farage, man. Tell her, listen, I don't want to do the science thing. Is there no way you could just give me the 50 and let me just coast? But obviously, obviously not trying to get fired, but whatever. So we had science first thing in the morning. Actually, I just lied. Look at my memory. Okay, scratch everything I just said. Science was second period. Science was right before lunch. My first period class was history, which take everything I just said about science and apply it to history because like, although it's it's important, it's very important that we learn about where we're from and the importance of our people and the impact that it's had in this world. I think that's I think that's very important. A history class, yes, is very important, but when the curriculum is so fucking mine like it, it felt like it felt like someone had needles and they were like you know those acupuncture needles that they put in your back that at this big age of 29 i still don't know what that does but those same needles were in my face mostly in my eyes and it felt like it was just pain having to listen to the sweetest teacher of all time mrs canitz shout out mrs canitz not so much mr canitz but having to listen to this sweet lady talk about some Canadian history that wasn't really Canadian black history. No, that's another thing that a lot of these curriculums are just missing is black history. You talk about it for a month, barely, and that's it, but whatever. It was very mind-numbing to have to talk to this, to have to listen to this so early in the morning because I don't care. I'm just trying to get to lunch and gym. Okay, so fuck up my face. But nonetheless, get I see you see look look how quick I be getting off topic. Look. Girls and girls and boys, stay off of drugs. Okay, so listen. Let me get some water real quick. Hold on. So <laughs> so um We're in the tenth grade, second period, science class. Okay. <laughs> There's this new girl. I don't remember her name. I think it was Megan. It could have been Meg. 
it doesn't really matter. This is the first time I ever really experienced this too, was seeing this. But now I, in 2021, you see this a lot more. You're seeing this everywhere with um, specifically uh, white women. Yeah, that pause was supposed to happen because I'm just let your mind. <laughs> so she walks in, right? And I don't know about Naveen, but for me, I didn't see it right away because my head was like just not there. I was humming Icebox. Hold on, hold on, no, 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 because y'all niggas got me fucked up when it comes to the music. Y'all, y'all, y'all got me, y'all got me, uh, y'all got me super fucked up right now. Hold on. So I was, this, this was humming damn near all day in my own head. And then Timberland just. Like it was this is a sick ass song, yeah. I'm just gonna give you a little bit of a little bit of Marion. Again. Oh Then what? And what? Good girl I used to know Cool with all my niggas. No Memories Crazy. Alright, yeah, that's enough of that. We're gonna chill, but no, not not all right here, right here. Girl, I really wanna work this out, cause I'm tired of fighting. And I really wanna stay with me the way I want you. I said I really wanna work this out, damn. Uh, ah, uh, now we gotta go into the course. Uh, Alright, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. So, that's what was just ringing off in my head the entire day. It had to have been like the first time, uh, I think like the day before or the week before, that was the first time I had heard Icebox. Um, and wow, like that is such a great song. Yo, shout out to Marion, because that shit is so hard. To this day, 13 years, 14 years later, and that shit is like, it's still gold. But whatever, I'm constantly humming this in my head to the point where I'm singing it out loud because like, Class hadn't started yet. The teacher's late. And niggas was just chilling. But I'm just in my head. Where my heart. You Like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting in my bag, right? <laughs> so, so my homie Naveen, he taps me. And he's like, yo. And I was like, what? He's like, yo, you see the new girl? And I was like, nah. He's like, oh, she's sitting down. So she's sitting down to the, my back left. For whatever reason, me and, me and Naveen, our dumbasses were at the front of the front of the class honestly let's talk about being in the front of the class for a quick second looking back i should have spent every fucking period class lecture in the front row the fuck was wrong with me trying to get to the back trying to get to the back seats to fucking crack joe to crack jokes with my loser fucking horny friends like no like, i don't want to do that shit but whatever so we're in the science class right she's to my back left and i look and the, the first thing i saw was her hair 
ladies and gentlemen, I need you to understand something here. Um, what I saw wasn't the most outrageous by 2021 standards. Not, no, no, because white women have been getting off some crazy hairstyles in the last, I don't know, decade. Her, okay, I, okay. I need to be clear about what I saw and use my words. I don't know still if, if it was a weave or extensions or a clip-on. Hear me out. I know clip-on sounds fucking insane. I'm aware of that. Clip-on sounds insane. So what, let me kind of like just describe the hairstyle to you. So the front was like super laid you know what I mean? Like she had a like a little part at like the top left and then the shit was laid over. You know how y'all hoes be doing that shit? Yeah, all right. So it, the shit was laid and then the, the back, it, okay, so the front straight laid, comb over, you know, parted, whatever. It's laid, slicked down, gelled. She wore a do-rag that night because she's black, but she's also white. So, <laughs> so, 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 so boom, like she had that hair. And in the back, like right, right above her neck, the ponytail started. Okay, now the ponytail was like, okay, all right. I know there's gonna be probably some young people who listen to this. Go to, no, that's not even. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of a reference that you'll understand, so you can think of the hair. Okay, I want you to go to Google. Type in Heather. Oh my God, what is her name? She sang that song in your in in my mind. She sang this song right here. Hold on. Let me fast forward this a little bit. Sing that shit. Shout out Heather Headley. This shit was hard. All right, so go to Google. Type in Heather Headley. 2005 that curly hair that you see is what this girl had but the trick okay the, <laughs> so she had a ponytail that was curly and it went down to like her middle back it went down to her middle back um i still haven't really gotten to the funniest part of the story uh and we're, don't worry we're gonna get there so she had that the color of the hair was burgundy I hope you heard me when I said burgundy. Just so. <laughs> it wasn't red. It wasn't magenta. I don't know why I said magenta. I don't even know why I know magenta, but here we are breaking gender norms. It was burgundy. Now, I currently have zero hair. So, I'm not the <laughs> I'm not the I'm not the expert on weave. Let me be the first to say that. And maybe some of you, maybe you can tell me. Maybe you can enlighten me on what a good hair color was. Now, I'm not hair shaming, huh? Me? I'm a black man. I can't shame. <laughs> so. It was cool. I saw her. I was like, all right, boom, that's the new girl. She started hanging out with the black girls very quickly. I was like, yeah, I kind of saw that coming. Not surprised. I'm going to fast forward. Hmm, 
I don't know, six months? Because I, I think she showed up. I think she showed up in, I want to say March of 07. March of 07. No, no, no. Fa- like, it, no, no, no. It had to have been early than that because I remember it being cold. It had to have been like January. And she, that's when I think I first saw her. And then I think like four months later. Okay, so this is where, this is, this, this is going to be very telling to you guys because this is going to let you know the type of shit that makes me laugh because I think I am clinically not right. <laughs> okay? So fast forward maybe four months after January. So we're looking at like April, May times. Yo, she still had the same weave in. Are, are y'all are y'all hearing me? And are you hearing me well? She had the same weaving. Listen, I I don't have hair, so I'm the last person to consult about anything hair related. But last time I checked, you can't have no weaving for six for six months. You just, you can't, you just, you can't, but I can be wrong. It can be possible. I, I don't know is what I'm saying. Ultimately, my nigga Naveen, he started calling her Weavy. You heard me, Weavy, 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 like, you know how like Luigi says, Weegee, no, Weavy, like, <laughs> And then that birthed from that, he started calling her Weavy Wonder. Are y'all niggas? Are y'all niggas hearing me? Are 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 y'all hearing me? I said the man called her Weavy Wonder. Let me tell y'all something. That has to be top five. One of the most disrespectful names I've ever heard. Someone call another person for having him. Like, I thought that I, I've heard a lot, man. I've heard a lot. I'm not gonna lie to you, but Weavy Wonder. Granted, different times. I've heard a lot of stuff since. That's still in my okay. Maybe not top five. That's still in my top ten for sure. Like that was pretty disrespectful. Weavy Wonder. Weavy Wonder. And then you know what she? <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone, you because I feel. <laughs> I feel like I can't. <laughs> but yo, like honestly, it was high school, man. High school was a lot of fun for me. I've heard countless stories of a lot of my friends who tell me that they fucking hated high school it's like yo fucking sucks to be you man i fucking love that shit like that 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 for me was a great time in my life um you know those four years it's true what they say when those four years are gone you know i remember being early in my 20s and just like missing high school because of how how many memories uh, for you know, we went to went to Camp Manitou, the all the all the fashion shows and multicultural shows and the music nights and uh, just all the sports teams that I played on. I, I played uh, fuck, I played uh, basketball, volleyball. A couple years I played soccer. Um, I never got into the football though. That was the one that they always uh, that was the one they always wanted me to uh, play because of my size. I'm six two. I, and I don't know how much I weigh. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I weigh, I weigh, I'm 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 definitely north of two thirty, two forty. I'm a I'm a thick boy. You feel me? Stay home if you thick. Come over if you thick. No, I see. I see how I fucked that up already. All right. But I was 
you know, in high school, I was big for my size. I was, you know, probably like 5'11 and weighed whatever I weighed at the time. So, and I was, I, I also just didn't have an interest in it. I played football as a kid um, for about a year. Yeah, I was about nine. I was about nine when I played football. I played till about 11, I think. So, yeah, I think I played maybe two years. Um, and that was a lot of fun. That was t- that was tons of fun. I remember one game, I, I forgot my knee pads. And my coach, I think it was, I don't remember his name, man. But I remember one of the coaches, he had a pack of, uh, he had a pack of uh, diapers in his, in his, in his trunk. So he, he, he asked me if I wanted to put, put them in as padding or, you know, for the legs, for the thighs and the calves and shit. And I wanted to play. Cause he was like, yo, if you don't put them in, you can't play. I'm like, I'm like, fuck. At nine years old, right? I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I, I want to play. So I, I might as well, I might as well just put them in. And I played that whole game and I got, I didn't get injured. Thank God. But, um, so I, I had the football background, but I just never played it. Cause I, I don't know. I, I didn't, um, I just never played it. I volleyball for me was, I guess my go-to sport. I played basketball, but volleyball was always my go-to sport. Um, and it just so happened that at the time that they were doing football of the year, um, you know, volleyball was happening. So it was hard for me to make the time for both and, you know, avoid the the homework that I wasn't doing. Like it, it would be so hard for me to, to do all three of those things. I can't play football, basketball, volleyball, and not do my homework like that's <laughs> that seems a little that seems a little nuts man yeah i want to play some music man let's 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 play something man let me play a little music but yeah no high school was um high school was a good time man and to whoever has those pictures of me and drag both years at camp manitou i would humbly ask that you delete them please if you don't mind because i don't want those surfacing out there thank you please i gonna play some jack harlow yo you ever heard of this kid man he's uh he's really dope man he's really really dope but uh hold on hold on let me back it up here sir let me go look at my notes man because all right so yeah i went through high school high school was a interesting time and fun uh that's where i had my first heartbreak that's where i had my fr- you know I, in high school you have a lot of firsts so that was that was uh i i enjoyed my time in high school um and prom was fun because me and my same homie Naveen, we, we those. Uh, if you're if you're if you are of an age that you'll understand this reference, uh, we wore the Dumb and Dumber suits to prom. For those who you know, for if you don't know the reference, just Google Dumb and Dumber suits and you'll see exactly what we were talking about. I wore the orange one, he wore the blue one. Prom was a lot of fun. Um, in high school, once again, just it was just a lot. It was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then my twenties kind of came, and my twenties kind of came really fast. Uh, I I don't know if I processed a lot of things on like an emotional level in my twenties, simply because you know I didn't know how. And I think that I think a lot of people struggle with that. They don't really know how to process what they're dealing with in their twenties. Um, Especially if you don't know how, you know, if you don't have any, uh, if you don't really have any influences in your life that kind of help you influence and experience, if you don't have those two things to kind of help you maneuver uh, through a tricky time, uh, you're going to, you're going to suffer a lot. 
uh, I think, at least in my experience, uh, I definitely suffered a lot in my 20s, man, uh, on emotional and mental level. And I didn't really mean to, like, get in to that, but, I mean, we're here. Fuck it. In my 20s, shit was just, uh, it was, it was nuts, you know, on an emotional level. Because for me, you know, I had a breakup when I was 17 that uh, I guess I took a lot longer to heal from than I should have. Um, being of that age and dealing with something so traumatizing might be the better way to put it is traumatizing. I didn't know how to deal with it. You know, you find out your first girlfriend that you're in, I'm doing air quotes here, in love with. When you find out that she, you know, she cheats on you, it, it's a lot for someone to have to ever really deal with. And I think dealing with that at a certain age, i.e. 17, it that was hard. That was hard. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't have the resources in order to work on that. My friends would always try to make me feel better and cheer me up, but I didn't really think they understood. So a lot of the times what I did was is I just sheltered myself from people and I cut people away like I pushed people away. Because I thought that they can't understand. And then that that initial thought of them not understanding had later manifested into, I don't think that I am des I deserve to be happy. You hear that? That sounds insane. That I don't deserve, that I didn't deserve to be happy because of, you know, I made myself believe that the things that I went through, I caused. The things that I experienced it early on in life i caused to myself and i told myself that i was never going to get better and you can only imagine at the young age of 1920 how devastating that can be on someone nonetheless we're here and we're better right we're here and we're better and that's what that's what's important is taking what you've learned because you know what listen 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 i'm gonna be real with y'all I can get into that right now. But I said, listen, that's a little too heavy and I've already gone in and up about it. So I'm gonna chill because it's just a little bit of a, a teaser episode, not even teaser episode, just a little bit, you know, off the cuff, off the cuff my ass. I just wanted to, I honestly just wanted to hear come in here and talk some shit, man. What's PD Pablo saying, man? PD, play that shit. Oh, now, oh, now you wanna act funny. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to let y'all know, I do listen to music past 2010, okay? My bad, I had some technical difficulty issues just now. I don't know, the motherfucking program just shut the fuck down. Um, See, this is the shit I'm talking about. I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about now. Hold on, hold on. Let me get let me get back to it, dog. Let me get back right, right to it. Um, So, yeah. Okay, so now um, I, I'm in my 20s. Uh, I'm working at, you know, a hat store called Lids. Uh, and then I get into school for radio. Um, radio was radio was interesting because <laughs> I feel like the ones <laughs> the ones that I'm listening. Okay, the ones 
the ones that went to this program with me and the ones that have gone maybe in the past are now going to the not going to the program now <laughs> during covid you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about when I say this. That radio program was full of shit. Let me be let me be the first to say it if nobody else wants to I'll wear that one proudly and publicly. That radio program could suck my dick. Like I don't that program was the biggest cash with the biggest cash grab ever. Like I can't stress that enough, but to be honest, I did learn a couple things. I did. I think I definitely learned how to be myself more put more of my personality out there and not be afraid so much of, I guess, the public perception. Earlier in my 20s, I think I went to that program when I was, oh my God, this was 2013, so I was 22. By the time I left, okay, so definitely from eight, from 17 to 23, even during that program, still, I was still, I was still very much sheltered. Not sheltered, that's a terrible word. Cause I didn't, I'm not some fucking latchkey kid who grew up in a basement. No, I'm saying I was very reserved. I didn't put myself out there because I was afraid. I was afraid of what the perception would have been because of everything that I was going through mentally. Right. By the time I was done the program, I said, yo, I can be myself. So now I'm at, I'm like 24, 25. I can be myself without having to ever worry about what anyone else thinks. I can just do whatever the fuck I want and not have to worry about what anyone else thinks. That was the luxury that I had been able to acquire as I've gotten older. And that's one thing that I'm really appreciative of, uh, you know, uh, not because I'm getting older. It's like, I don't, you know, as you get older, you don't care about certain things anymore. You don't care about the, the, the latest fashion trend or the latest dance. Nigga, I'm trying to get these bills paid. You heard me? Like, I'm I, like, yeah, listen, 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 listen. You want to talk about some shit that needs, listen. Now listen, hold on, hold on. Where is it, man? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I need the motherfucking bills paid, nigga. Pay my shit, ho. Pay it now, uh. Bunsy B, Destiny's Child, uh. Now it's fuck you. Y'all let me know if I'm playing music too much because I I I I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and listen, I think I think it's important to let you know that real niggas listen to Destiny's Child. I don't care what none of y'all say. All right, real niggas listen to this shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. Help me out now. Can you pay Bunzi's bills? Can you pay Bunzi's telephone bills? Can you pay my automobiles? Cause bitch, I'm broke, we can chill. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, 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 u
absolutely insane. It's been nuts. COVID has been a detriment to a lot of people. People have lost jobs, sources of income, life. Rest in peace to every and anyone who has lost their life. My prayers and condolences go out to every single one of the families uh, that have lost someone because I, I couldn't imagine having to deal with that. You know, losing someone to a to anything, but let alone a brand new off the lot disease. That can't be easy. So my heart, prayer, everything just goes out to anyone that's lost someone this past year due to COVID or just due to anything related outside of COVID because it hasn't been easy, man. It's been it's been tough. And, you know, with that being said, I've had a pretty good 2020. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I had a pretty good 2020. This is one of the first years that I've been able to work on my not not work on myself because I feel like that's a constant thing you're doing. But this was the first time that I've ever really been able to zero in on it and give it the much needed attention that it that it's deserved. Um, and I've come out so much better. But I listen, I don't want to get into all that. This is like I said, once again, lighthearted, fun, just an interest to who I am. Uh, this year I'm turning 30 and I don't, I, 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 I have my days where I feel good about it and I have my days where I don't feel good about it, but it's, it's, it's perfectly, perfectly fine. Hold on. Let me get back to my notes here. This bitch asshole don't want to open up. I had this whole like promo thing that I was going to do too. I might release it. I might not. Uh, it was, it was like a video visual thing. Um, I might, I might want to do it. I haven't really, I mean, yo, let, let's stay, let's stay on COVID cause we're here. Let's talk about let's talk about why y'all niggas don't want to wear masks out there. Let's Now listen. I'm not perfect. I'm a man and I'm a flawed man. So anytime that I didn't have my mask when I was in a public place, I promise you it was a god honest mistake. I just forget cuz it's like okay, you leave your house, you got your keys, wallet, phone. You're halfway where you need to be now en route and you're like, "Oh shit, I forgot my mask." Or you show up to the restaurant. Oh, shit, I forgot my mask. And restaurants, you shouldn't even be open right now. You should be fucking closed. How dare you be open during a fucking pandemic? Take your ass home and cook some goddamn food. Cook some oodles and noodles. Make some eggs. Stay your ass home. But for me, if I, if I didn't have my mask, it was because I forgot. I never maliciously was saying, Man, nigga, fuck that mask. You and the rest of the mask wears can eat my ass. You know what I mean? Like I was never, I was never that kind of person where I was just going to be anti-mask. No. Cause I think the people who are anti-maskers, I think you're all inbred fuckholes. That's what I think. But let's, let's not get off topic here. So my question is why the fuck y'all niggas feel like you don't need to wear a mask. And I'm gonna leave it right there. <laughs> fuck y'all niggas. Like put on a fucking mask, man. Uh, yeah, so the, 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 the pan, like this, this quarantine, uh, and then the big one we had last year, man, it's been, it's been so good to me. Uh, and I'm, I, listen, I'm, I'm genuinely sorry if you hated it and you're, and you have kids and you're losing your fucking mind because they're losing their fucking mind. And now you have two fucking lost minds going insane. 
or however many people are now. Like, I'm sorry if you're surrounded by people that are going to drive you insane. And here I am talking shit. I have someone that's driving me fucking insane. I'm not going to say his name, but he lives here with me. And he's a fucking headache. And I'm going to leave that right there. But I, on a on a on a mental emotional level, I've definitely done some growing, which I think was very important. Um I'm going to say this. The art of letting something go is very powerful. The thing you want most, sometimes you have to let go. And when doing that, I do believe that the universe does what it's supposed to do and make that thing into a tangible item for you or a non-tangible item, but something that you can hold on to and then feel proud of, feel happy with, feel content with, sublime. Look at me. I read the fucking dictionary. I know words. Okay. Went to a two-year college. I know fucking words. So yeah, like my, 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 my quarantine, man, it was, it was good. Uh, I bought a guitar that I haven't touched cause I'm a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> I said, I'm going to buy a guitar, maybe learn to sing. Uh, shout out to my, shout out to the homie Zach, man. He really, uh, he pushed me to get that. He pushed me to get it. And I'm actually not bad. I could play a couple power chords cause you know, I'm a fucking, I'm a rock star, man. You know, fuck with me. But yeah, no, it was. It's been good. I've had no issues, major issues uh, with this quarantine. I think a lot of it for me was just, like I said, personal growth and learning not to be angry anymore. Oh, my God. Yo, can I can I talk to you all about something real quick? I want to just say real quick to all my fucking friends. Yo, fuck you for not telling me how angry I was in my 20s. Not for real. Like, y'all supposed to really be looking out for me and have my best intentions. Is that the word? My best intent, into having my best foot forward, if I'm using that phrase cor correctly. I, I was expecting, how the fuck did any of you even want to be around me in, in my 20s? I was so angry. So it's fuck y'all niggas, man. Y'all ain't telling me shit, but fuck y'all niggas, man. I had to work on that shit by myself. And now I'm not so angry. I'm a little bit happier. I'm actually much happier. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm much happier than I was a year ago. I think things have looked so uh, grim in the last year that I was able to find some form of sunshine and happiness and light. And, you know, I, I, I still dated, which I know, I'm sorry, guys. I was just talking shit about the anti-maskers, but I, I dated in the fucking quarantine. God, kill me. Okay. Niggas got needs. Okay. I don't want nobody judging me. God, I can feel the judgment coming through the screen right now. Oh, but Bunzi, you're supposed to stay home and it's a pandemic. It sharing what if you caught covid and brought it home to your family oh fuck you oh my god is that what the anti-maskers sound like <laughs> <laughs> okay that's a realization okay i'm glad that we have uh <laughs> we've come to that see that's another thing we're gonna do on this podcast is we're gonna we're gonna grow together guys we are going to grow together one way or another but um sorry to get off topic because i'm gonna be doing that a lot um, yeah, COVID was, COVID was good. I dated a couple, not a couple times. I dated once, uh, and I'm not going to say her name, you know, just cause you know, if I get famous, <laughs> uh, no, but she, she was really dope. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. She was really dope. She is really dope. Um, you know, my biggest takeaway from that, it only lasted, I think, uh, about four months and. I, tr she was dealing with a lot. Um, 
that, you know, I think would have been too much for most people to handle because I think when you're dealing with someone who has a lot of emotional baggage, you get scared away from it because you're already dealing with your own stuff. You know what I mean? Like you, you take a step back because it's like, man, I don't, I don't really know if I want to deal with this because I'm already dealing with my own heavy stuff. That's like, man, if I got to date someone who takes on something out that if I have to date someone who has double what I have on my plate right now in terms of emotional stress and physical, mental stress, like you know, having to deal with someone like that, like, oh my God, I'm going to run the other way. But I didn't because with me and I, listen, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm going to sit here and I'm not going to pretend to be perfect. I wasn't the greatest to her, I don't think. But she had a lot on her plate that, you know, definitely caused uh, conflict between us. And I think ultimately that's the reason why it it just wasn't going to work any further because we lived far. That was another thing. I had to drive an hour to go see her. So she lived far. Um but also I just don't think that she was ready to take on anything serious. And I think that we both had a part in, you know, it started off pretty, it started off like there was, a, there, obviously there's an attraction there, right? And I think it it might've just been friends with benefits. I think that's ultimately the road that it was going on. It was going down, sorry, but neither one of us wanted to say it. I could be wrong. I'm just speaking on my experience. She, She's great. She was great. Um, and I wish her nothing but the best because I know she's listening. Um, I miss your dog and cat because they were, like, amazing. Imagine just, like, walking into a place and, like, and this is, oh, this is okay. Growing up, I never liked cats. I hated cats. I did. I really hated cats. There are maybe three cats in this entire, in my entire life, there are three cats that I said, you know what, I fuck with. Because the thing with cats is, I've noticed, is, yes, they're standoffish, they're passive-aggressive, and it's basically fuck you all the time, right? We can all agree on that. But the one thing that I really like about cats is the fact that they make you earn their love and affection. And I've had three cats do that in my life. With dogs, it's instant gratification. The moment you walk through the door, they're wagging their tail, want you to pull on their dick. Like, they would, like... <laughs> Like they, 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 it was immediate love the moment you walk through the door because like, oh my God, you're the person that feeds me, takes me on walks, takes care of me, puts a roof over my head. That comes right away. Hold on, let me get some water real quick. Hold on. Ah, stay hard, stay hydrated. God damn. <clears throat> what the fuck was I talking about? Give me a minute. I honestly forgot what I was talking about. I really, I'm sorry. I, I, I actually forgot. Uh, let me tell you something, guys. I have one of the, I have the memory of a goldfish. I don't know if it's because I smoke so much weed. It could be. But I, I don't, I don't know. And I really don't want to figure it out because fuck y'all. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. All right. So I want to tell you guys another story. This story is not my proudest moment, and only a handful of people know this story. But I'm gonna I'm gonna tell it now. I'm gonna tell it now because this was 20. Man, I want to say this was 2018. This was January. In January 2018. I I I had just showered. It was it was late night. I get home. 
or sorry, I get out the shower and I'm feeling frisky. So, you know, you know what I mean? I handle myself. Pause. I handle myself. And I get on Tinder because I'm like, you know, let's let's just swipe for fun. I'm not I know I ain't getting no matches. Let's just swipe for fun. Swipe, 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 swipe. I got a match. I got a match. And I'm like, hmm. She doesn't look that bad, man. I'm liking what I'm seeing. So shoot her a message. It was like off the rip. She was on some nasty shit. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to entertain this because, I, you know, I'm with the, I'm with the shits. Maybe 20, 25 minutes into it, she was like, do you want to come over? And I said, she, what's your address? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to see what the thing, do you feel me? So she sends me the address. It's not far from me. It's probably like 10, 15 minutes, maybe less. Pull up. It's raining. I'm not wearing a sweater because, like I've stated before, guys, I'm an idiot. So bear with me. I'm not wearing a sweater. So I'm getting, I'm just getting soaked as I'm, I, cause I, okay, I, I, I pull up, text her, like I'm here. I see her standing at the front of the door. I then get out the car and like within the, that 15 second walk, like I got drenched. I get, I get to, the, I get to where she's standing. It, it looked like a completely fucking different person. Like, I, I, I honestly, I don't want to be that guy who wants to talk about oh, you know, women and wear makeup and filter. I don't want I don't want to be that guy. That's that's incel shit. I'm not I'm not with that. But I have to be clear here. I have to be clear. It looked like a different person. y'all. It did not look like the person that was on the Tinder profile. So I'm like, oh, my fuck. Are you fucking kidding? Like, all right. Now I have to deal with this. I didn't say anything because I'm like, oh, I'm here. Let me just enjoy the night. Let me just whatever. And I hope, I hope it just gets better from this. So in my mind, that's already strike one. Sit down. She lived in a, a basement, or I think she was staying at someone's house. I don't remember, but we were in the basement. We sit on the couch. She pours us a couple glasses of wine. We're just small talking. It wasn't anything serious. It wasn't anything deep. You know, where do you work? How old? Not, not how old are you, but like, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Shit like that, right? And just really getting into some low tier conversation stuff hold on hold on hold on what was i saying so yeah we're talking exchanging childhood stories i guess <clears throat> now keep in mind i'm already kind of like agitated at the fact that not angry disappointed a little but more agitated than anything else i was agitated that she looked entirely different like it wasn't the same person that i had saw um, it was okay. It wasn't a catfish, but it was damn near close. You know what I mean? Like it was one of those where it's like, I'm like, th that's you. Like th th the person that I saw like that, that's you. She just basically said, yeah. So I was like, all right, well, we're here whatever. So after about 20 minutes, half an hour of just talking or maybe not that long, but eh, probably about that long. I eventually make a move on her. We, you know, we start doing whatever we start doing that grown thing. You feel me? You feel me? We start doing that grown thing. So fucking uh hold on a second man this laptop be bugging on me huh all right so we can start going at it or whatever whatever everything was fine later on her back did that thing feel me and i was like yo um yo why don't you yo like why don't you get on top you know i want to switch positions i think it's only fair why don't you get on top she's like 
I don't really know how to ride. And I'm like, yo. Yo, why am I here? Deadass. Like, why am I? All right. So whatever. We were in not that. Like, I don't want to get into crazy detail without giving you guys the punchline. So whatever. We I, I we just we just speed past that. We just continue doing what we're doing. Um, and at this point, I was start. I start thinking to myself. I'm like, damn, she hasn't even put my meat in her mouth yet like what's up with that like my shit ain't small so what the fuck like let's let's make it happen so i asked her i was like hey like yo one like <laughs> i was like yo why don't you like put my dick in your mouth like you know what i mean like <laughs> and she was like oh i don't i don't know how to suck dick I said, yo. I looked dead in her face. I was like, yo, what do you, I was like, yo, what did you just say? I don't know how to suck a dick. I still didn't even catch an attitude at that point, believe it or not. This was 2018. You talking about you don't know how? Bitch, have you ever eaten ice cream before? Hmm? Have you ever... Have, have you ever had one of them cyclone popsicles with the, with, the, with the three colors? You never had one of those? You don't know how to... So whatever. I sped past it. I still don't let it bother me. This was probably the point where it like... It just... It didn't go well for me. I said I, I was like I, was, I, like... I just have to go. I, sh I should leave. I'm hitting it from the back. And... You know, let me make something clear because I'm not I don't want to body shame. I'm not here to shame anybody. I'm not here to make anyone feel bad. I'm only giving you my experience. She was a bigger girl, right? And I have absolutely no problem with big girls. I love y'all. I fuck with y'all. Yeah. Come come my way. Come on. The, the, the mother lame ass niggas. They don't watch. OK. Yeah. Come over here. Bunzi likes you. Come over here. Let's get let's get warm. You feel me? So she was a bigger girl. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I, I've definitely been with I've been with some bigger women in my life and they know how to move their body. They know their body. They know how to utilize their body, which I find in its essence, sexy as hell. Let me be clear. She didn't know how to do that. She didn't. So when I'm hitting, I'm, you know, I'm doing what I can do from the back. Making an honest attempt. And I said to myself, Yo, why the fuck am I here? Like, deadass, why am I here? I already nut for the night, so I could have been sleep. I could have been fucking, I, I, I could have been sleep. I don't even, I don't even want some real shit. I don't need to be here. I really don't. So I guess I started to get in my head more about it as time passed. I think I was back there for about five to seven minutes. I was back there in my own head about, yo, how the fuck am I going to get out of this? Now, this plan that I had, because I was getting out of it, regardless of what you may be thinking, I was getting out of this one way or another. And I said to myself, the, okay, so the plan that I had, like I said, not my brightest moment. I'm not proud of this in any, I'm just sharing my experience because, hey man, this is my podcast, fuck you. So I said, yo, okay, hear me out. This is your brain talking. What if you fake nutted and then came and then spit on her back as if you were as it, 
was like, yo, why don't you just spit on her back? And then, you know, pretend like you came, but you came on her back, but it's really just spit. And for whatever reason, I said, yeah, that's the, that's the smartest thing that I have ever heard. That, I, <laughs> that I've ever told myself. I was like, yo, I'm going to spit on this girl's back and we're going to get out of here. So guess what I did? I spit on that girl's back. Listen, I'm a, let, me, let me be clear. Hear me and hear me well. There's a lot of trash pussy out there, man. Listen, listen. Let me extend an olive branch, a caveat. I know I'm not the best lover. I know this. I know that there are things that I could probably improve on, and I know that, that every woman is different. I know that. But I try my best, and I think I got an A-plus for effort, okay? Fuck y'all. But she just didn't know how to do anything. If we're just looking outside of the pussy for a minute, she just didn't know how to do anything. She didn't know how to suck dick. She didn't know how to ride. She didn't really even really know how to, like, stroke my shit. You know what I mean? Like, she didn't really know how to put her hands on me. It was weird. But I was like, I had to get out of this. And this was the only way at the time that I knew how. I'm going to let you know something. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Just so we're clear, I'm not sorry. I'll do it again in 2021 if I have to. Because I'll be damned if I'm there fucking someone who I, I'm, I, I don't know why I'm there. You know what? I have no one to blame but, my, but myself. Full circle moment. I have not a soul to blame but myself. Why did I even feel the need to be there? I had already got the nut off. I should have just stayed my ass in the house. But, you know. <sighs> we make shitty decisions, man. I want to play some music, man. Can I show... I want to show y'all a song by uh, this song. And I wanna, I'm going to get into this story later in future podcasts. I don't want to get into it too much right now. Actually, I'm not even going to play that song right now. What I am going to do... Hold on. I want to see the time that we're at. How do I... What, what is this? I want to see the time that we're at. Give me a minute. Yeah, like I honestly, hold on. I just want to see something because I, 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 I'm trying to figure out on GarageBand because I'm poor. Um, you know what? Fuck it, man. We're just gonna keep going, man. Yeah, fuck it. We'll just keep going, man. It's the first episode. I'm gonna keep shit light. Um, yeah. No. Okay. Well, I guess uh, since we're at this point in the podcast, I would just kind of like to. You know, it's been a. I haven't I haven't really fully processed this, and it's been hard for me. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's been really hard for me the last year. Oh, hold on, give me one second. I want to turn some lights on in this bitch. Yeah, we got one of those uh, millennial light bulbs that like change colors, so I'm officially 23 all over again. <sighs> I have I haven't really gotten the chance to I haven't really gotten the chance to process the passing of the late great Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna Bryant. Um, man, if you know me. Kobe, Kobe was that guy, man. My two favorite players growing up were uh, Kobe Bryant and Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan for a few reasons. Uh, when I played basketball, I was a big man, and I modeled my game after him. And in high school, and early in the high school, but I had this nickname growing up. Uh, it was Tim. And if you know me from 98 to fucking 2013, 
you would know you would know that name Tim. So Tim Duncan, Tim, Timmy D. Like it was just I love I, I love the Spurs. So like that was that's why Tim Duncan is for me the greatest power forward of all time. And that's not I don't think that's debatable. But Kobe. Kobe was my Michael Jordan. Kobe was electrifying, charismatic, a family man, husband, father, basketball legend, worldwide legend. And I think when I say icon, that encompasses that. And that lets you know just exactly what he was. And, you know, growing up and watching Kobe... Not so much watching his, even watching his interviews. Yeah, watching his interviews. Uh, Kobe was someone I feared. At a young age, very, very young. I'm talking kid, preteen. Like, I feared this guy, Kobe, even in high school a little bit. I was like, I feared Kobe. Now, I didn't really understand what that fear was until I, until I got older. And then I, I was playing sports. That competitiveness that competitive spirit, that lion, that I'm going to go get it by any means and no one's going to stop me. That's what Kobe was. That's what Kobe personified. That's what Kobe, when you think of Kobe, you think greatness, you think competitiveness, ambition, legendary. So when I started playing sports, that's all I ever really wanted to obtain. Kobe was that guy for me. He was the ultimate the ultimate hold on man let me put this let me put this light real quick on purple man for the dogs man yeah because like that should fuck me up man that should really fuck me up and then you know with his daughter like i to me listen rest in peace to everyone that was on that helicopter man seriously the families that are dealing with this i can't imagine having to deal with any a sliver an eighth of what you're going through because i i don't think i have listen i've been doing a lot of growing this past year but i still don't have the emotional awareness to be going to handle that his wife his other two daughters like he's a he's a, he was a he was a great man scratch that he was a fucking Legendary basketball player, a great man, but even better father and husband. It's crazy how his life really took off after basketball. Because I remember looking in, you know, early, you know, by the time he had retired, I'm like, yo, what is Kobe really going to do after retirement? He's, I think he was, I'm pretty sure he was pretty vocal about not wanting to coach. I think he had said that. Or maybe he had just said that he wouldn't do it right away after retiring. But I do remember him saying that he didn't want to coach, if I'm if I'm correct on that. And I was like, man, what is he really going to do? I was never expecting this man to flourish in fatherhood the way that he did. And then that's when I really love this. That's when I really was like, I love this guy. Whoever this guy is, post-retirement, I love this guy. The way he was with his family was unmatched. And if we could all strive to be anything, it's to be maybe better family men, better family people. 
I'm not the biggest advocate for family, so you're not going to find that here, but they matter. They do. And when you play your part the way that you're supposed to play it as a family member, it, 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 it flourishes and it shines beautifully when things seem grim. When, thin, when things seem lost, dark, and gone, a lot of times family, whether you're related by blood or not, because we all have people out there that we consider family, and I don't throw that word around too much. There's a handful of people that I consider family. But when you have that, it's a beautiful thing. You have that love and that support and that, you know, you know what family's supposed to be, what family's supposed to feel like. And he had that. So for for me, man, I remember I, I had a date. I had a date that same night. And I honestly didn't even really want to go after finding out the news, but it was, she had texted me and she was like, she's like, oh man, did you hear about Kobe? And I said, hear what? And she's like, check Google. So I'm like, huh? So I'm like, this nigga won like another Nobel Peace Prize or something? I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I go to Google and I'm like, the pellet, I'm like, he died. I'm like, nah, nah. And I don't know if this is like one of those things where I've like kind of grew up a little bit in the social media area, but I went immediately to social media to see all Wagwan. I could like I I can't I could not imagine that that type of loss. My heart just like you know to to not I don't want to my heart goes out to the families that were affected by this because that is never something that um that's never something that anyone should ever have to deal with. You know, I don't think that that's something that like, I wouldn't wish that type of loss on my worst enemy. Like, it's just, I don't know, man, I got to play some, I got to play something, man. I don't know that, uh, that Kobe thing, man, that listen, God rest their souls. God watch over, watch over, watch over the families. Because everything, everything that I've ever really done in my life or I've attempted to do, real reason I'm even doing this podcast is because of Mamba mentality. Just go and do it. Put in the work. Put in the work a little bit. Try. And then when you do try, put in the work. Make an honest effort. If you tried 100%, then, you know, can't really judge, I guess. I don't know if y'all can tell, but I love R&B, yo. It's one of those things that it puts me in a better mood if I'm in a shit mood. Or sometimes it doubles down on the shit mood, which is wild to me. But we'll peep it, yo. I'm sorry for the shit audio, y'all. I'm gonna fix it.
I'm not gonna play all of it. I just wanna get to the chorus real quick. Your secrets. Seen that shit. Uh huh. I just want to tell y'all something, man. I had the biggest fucking crush on Alicia Keys, man. I did. When she, when she, when she like first dropped and she was doing Fallen and Karma and all that, and she was really in her piano bag in the early stages of her career. That's when I was like, oh, I'm gonna marry her, and then I'm going to take her from whoever she's dating. Alicia Keys, you wild for that. <laughs> ah, you went and took the people that man. All right, all right, all right, that's not that's not what we're here for. That's just just funny to me. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> You're dating someone, and then someone completely out of left field comes and just takes that person from you. That to me is top tier fucking funny. Um, let's go back to my notes, man. Let's see what else I want to talk about. Yo, what's going on with the Raptors, yo? Not dead ass. Now what's going what's going on with the Raptors for real? I feel like they're not they're not playing they're not playing this championship level now. Let me be clear here, guys. Those, if you know me, I don't really fuck with the Raptors. That's a hot take. People hate me because of it. I'm actually a Spurs fan, pre Kawhi Leonard. I've always been a Spurs fan. Loved watching them grow up. I think I just I, I I've always just related to their players a lot, especially when I played sports growing up. I relate to their players and how like reserved in terms of emotion they are on the court. Tim Duncan being the prime example. Um, so the Raptors, I, I like, listen, they're the home team. Okay. And if it comes down to it m against most teams that they're facing damn near every other team, that's not the Spurs. I'm going to root for the Raptors. It's just what it is. Right. But when, if they, if they face the Spurs, I'm fuck, like, fuck, like, fuck the Raptors. Like, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm rooting for my Spurs win or lose, but Raptors, man, they ain't playing that brand of basketball. That was championship. And, okay, so this, here's the thing with the Raptors, right? Raptors fans especially, because I know y'all niggas is listening. Why do y'all still consist, insist, sorry, that Kawhi Leonard isn't the main reason you guys won that championship? I'm going to let that marinate, and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Why do y'all feel like Kawhi Leonard isn't, wasn't, the main factor to you guys winning that championship. Because from where I stand and from where I was watching that series, yeah, y'all needed that nigga for sure. Because you take Kawhi Leonard out of that equation, you take Kawhi Leonard out of the Raptors starting lineup. Do you honestly think that they were going to last five games? I don't. Kawhi Leonard is one of those players that people around him get better. Kawhi Leonard had Ian Shamit. What was that dude's name? Shamit from the Clippers? He made that look he made that nigga look nice for us for a season. So of course when he comes to Toronto, he's gonna have these young developed players, developing players that have so much promise. And he made all of them look good. They gave this nigga Siakam a max contract. And what has he done this season yet? Lowry's getting older. Let's keep it a buck. Lowry's getting older, so he doesn't have many seasons left on the Raptors or even in the league. Freddie's still on the rise. But the, all I'm saying is, is that Kawhi Leonard was the main reason why rap, the Raptors won. But a lot of Raptors fans, a plethora of Raptors fans, believe otherwise. And y'all niggas is a delusional. 
out your fucking minds. Like, I just don't, it, do, it doesn't make sense to me. But Raptors, y'all need to fix up because uh, Brooklyn's here. <laughs> Brooklyn's here. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's three niggas over there that's going to be tearing the shit down uh, in the upcoming months of this season. How do you even guard James Harden? No, no, no. How do you even guard? How do you guard any of them niggas? Okay, let's start with Kyrie. I've never, he's the handle God. Handle God. Like, he he is that. How do you stop that? How do you get in the way of that? This boy has so much moves in his bag. It is insane. Insane. We've never seen anything like this. And I think, I think Kyrie... Kyrie deserves his flowers because he's going through a lot of stuff right now in the media. I tell you about that media, man. Listen. I just moved my desk a little bit. Let me tell you, let me tell you about that media, boy. They will they will praise you when you're up, and then they will shit on you when you're down. And that's what they're that, that's exactly what they're doing to Kyrie now. Kyrie right now. I think it's I I can't I could never live with myself saying some of the things that I've said about people. Like if I was a sports anchor or just someone who worked in the media, someone who had influence in the media, and I would get up on on TV every day and say some off-colored fucked up shit about someone who's going through something personal, i.e. Kyrie Irving going through what he's going through, whatever that is. But I could never live with myself knowing that I said something bad about this person as if they're not a human being who deals with things every day. Kyrie is two years older than me, I think. Or I think younger than me. But I think it's a two-year difference up and under, up or under. And this nigga has gray hairs already. In the beard and the hair. He's going through some shit, and a lot of niggas is online talking about Oh, he's a he's a he's a locker room headache. He ruins chemistry. Hey, shut the fuck up, you fucking dorks! Like you guys don't know shit. These people who leave comments and say shit that are demeaning of someone's character. It's like you you don't know anything about this person first and foremost, and you clearly know nothing about sports if you have these things to say about people. These are, this is the same crowd that says leave politics out of sports. So you already know that they're a very educated crowd. Fucking dumbass niggas. Take away, leave Kyrie alone, man. Leave the man alone. Let him be great. Let him play ball. He should be able to take time off if he needs. He should be able to just bounce, regardless if it's his job. Regardless, that shit does not matter in the grand scheme of things, man. Let that man be and let him play ball. Let him take the time off if he needs. Because guess what? There all comes a time that we're all going to need it. And then what? You're going to be like, oh, well, I followed proper procedure to get the time. Shut the fuck up. Nobody wants to hear that. Take the time off if you need it, because I do strongly believe in mental health, and mental health it can be the make or break to all of us. And if we don't take care of it, it'll break us all. Not to sound so fucking grim. You could tell I just learned that word. That's like the third time I've used it this podcast. But you, mental health is important to take care of, and if that man needs to take care of it, who are we to say that he doesn't deserve to be on a team? Like we're fucking executives. I can't stand you niggas, yo. Deadass, I can't stand you niggas. You niggas is wild and wild dumb for no reason. Loud and wrong. You ever heard that phrase? That niggas is just loud and wrong. Now, that's just Kyrie. Can we get to to to, to the Slim Reaper? Okay? Durantula? Kevin Durant? The seven foot? How? What are we? What? 
This nigga is seven foot with a seven six wing wingspan. Do you understand? Now, for those who don't understand, a wingspan is when you hold your both your arms out. You know, you just put them up and they extend with the fingertips out. Okay, that's seven sixes the length of that for this man. And you're expecting me as a fucking two guard off the bench of the Cavaliers that I got to guard this motherfucker who's able to dribble, shoot, drive, and everything else, rebound, pass. Like, you want me to guard this man who's basically God. Cut, cut, cut. I quit. I don't want to play no more. Fuck y'all niggas. I'm done with NBA. I'm done. I'm done. I'm supposed to guard this this seven-foot plane because this nigga's fucking... This nigga's tall as shit. You want me to guard that? No, I'm not guarding that nigga. Fuck you. Good thing I'm not in the NBA because I would have got fired on first day. <laughs> I would have got fired so fast. <sighs> and then you got James Harden. Can I tell y'all something? A little quick story. I had this friend. I had this friend in high school, right? Somali dude. I'm not going to tell his real name. I'm just going to give you his, his nickname. We called him Lefty. Because he was a left-handed baller. Nigga could hoop. Not going to lie to you. He could hoop. That was the first time that I ever experienced really having to guard someone who was left-handed. And it was hard. It was hard. Guarding people that are left-handed is a struggle because... I, I, I can't, I don't know if it's because maybe I'm right-handed and I don't know, like I'm, you know, predominantly a right-handed person. I don't know. I don't know the struggle that comes with being a left-handed person. So I don't, you know, I don't really connect with the things that they can do differently. Or maybe I'm just trash. Y'all will tell me if I am, whatever. But this nigga was so, like, he was nice. And he was so hard to guard because he was left-handed that I couldn't really figure out which way he was going because he was left-handed. Niggas who are left-handed, you can, nine out of ten times, you could drive them right. You could you could defend them to go right, but they can they can they can do what they need to do to get up get get from under you. If if you if you try to push them right. Right-handed niggas can't really you know how many niggas I know that's right-handed that can't go left? And that's right that I think that that's what it was specifically about left-handed people, and then this guy that I could never guard him. Because he could go both ways. He can go right, but he'll take you left. He'll take you left, but he could easily go right. There was no problem for him to go right. So it was always like, how the fuck am I supposed to guard this nigga? Now take that same logic and apply it to this nigga named James Harden who fucking can step back 39 times and hit a fucking three-point shot from the half-court logo. How am I supposed to guard this nigga? This nigga has a whole new move that never existed. The step back crossover. That's never existed. This man found a loophole in the game and exploited it and y'all niggas is mad. For what? Man, shut the fuck up. And y'all want me to guard that, right? Fuck out of here. I'm not guarding that shit. Let me get some more water. I'm parched. So Toronto, needless to say, you gotta figure some shit out, son. You're gonna have to trade for some pieces, some draft picks, because... You're starting five. You you lost size big time with Serge and uh, Mark Gasol and Serge Ibaka. You lost size, big size. Pause. And now who do you have? I don't even know who they're. 
Oh, they have Aaron Baines? Is that who it is? Aaron Baines, I don't like that nigga. That nigga dirty. He fight he fight weird. No, he he defends weird. And I don't like that. I don't like how he defends. Every time Every time he's defending someone who's going up for a dunk, he somehow always manages to like fall on them. I heard Joe Budden say that a couple oh fuck, I wanna say it was last year he had said that. And ever since he said that, it's been in my mind and I've seen it. And I'm like, oh this nigga really be falling on people. He's the modern day Zaza Pachulia. And fuck that nigga too. Word, word to word to life. Like, fuck that nigga too. But here I am talking shit, because if I saw him, I'd never say that shit today face. Six foot ass, seven foot ass niggas knocking me the fuck out. Are you dumb? Of course I'm gonna talk shit behind this microphone. <laughs> oh man. I don't really I don't really fuck with football, to be honest with you. Football can uh for the best part eat the blackest part of my ass, because football owners don't care about black people. They only care about black people that can make them money, and I'm gonna leave that there. Uh, fuck. I haven't watched baseball in a long time, man. It's been a while since I've put on a good baseball game. I'm a big Cubs fan, but ever since they won back in 20, what, 15, I haven't really cared. That was my lifelong dream to watch them win. And that was that. After that, I don't really care now. It's like, all right, yeah. Blue Jays, y'all cool. Y'all, y'all trash. No, I'm gonna call it. Y'all trash. Y'all need to fix up. Y'all need to fix up. Uh, the Yankees, I think, are always going to be the Yankees. The Red Sox are always going to be the Red Sox. They have the most money, and they're just going to be able to afford the best players. And until the MLB does something about that, there will be the most. They those two teams will be the most winningest teams. Uh, San Francisco Giants, they'll always be to me the Spurs of the MLB. Because every so often they'll pop up and win a championship. And be like, yo, who is these niggas? Like, <laughs> be like who is these niggas coming out of uh, the West Side to come and fucking win some shit? Uh, but yeah, that's it for sports, man. I don't really have anything else. Fuck, man. I don't know where you guys are at in the world, but this weather, it is, it is, to say, to, for lack of a better term, it is fucking trash. Uh, in Canada, the snow. Forget, first of all, forget the snow. Because I don't mind, I hate, no, I hate the snow. I won't be clear. I, I hate the snow. I'm not a fan of the cold as well. If I had to choose between the two, I would definitely take. I would definitely tell him. Let me think. Let me think about this one now. I think I would definitely take. The snow. No, I would take the cold over the snow, because with the snow, I I'm, I find myself constantly having to clean my car, a car that a car that I don't even fucking want, but I have to have because I need to be able to get places. But every time I have to clean my car, I'm like. It takes, like, a piece of me. Like, fuck, I gotta do this motherfucker again. I just did this shit yesterday. Now, I've been pretty blessed that in the month of January, it hasn't been that bad, and we're in a pandemic, so I'm not really going anywhere. I'm talking strictly pass-based performances. <laughs> performances. So the weather's trash, and I really hope that this pandemic kind of takes us right back into March, April. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, y'all niggas, keep going out, keep gallivanting. Keep going to parties, keep traveling. Y'all y'all niggas keep doing that shit. It's gonna eventually kill y'all. But keep doing it so that <laughs> so that the, the the quarantine lasts a little longer and then a few more people die because y'all don't wanna listen. And then the niggas that are listening, we can go back and enjoy our spring and summer like normal people. Because I can't for the life of me understand why you don't wanna go sit down for a little bit. Go sit the fuck down. Why do you need to go out? Why do you need to you don't Listen, the fit that you're wearing, I bet you'll wear again and people will see it again. Don't worry. Don't feel pressured because you feel like 
Niggas is niggas is not gonna see your fit, so you don't wanna. All right, whatever. See, this is how I know that I've been growing because I've I've been saying a lot of like not great shit, but I haven't been saying it as angrily as I used to say it. So, listen, progress is a slow process, man. Progress is a slow process, man. I think I've been going for a long time, and I don't really want to be talking your ear off for too long. Like I said, this was just uh, this was a little. Hold on one second. This was just a little teaser episode, you know. Um. This is a little teaser episode. I'm going to take a page out of some of the podcasts that I've heard in the past. And I want to play some music. First podcast, man. I'm going to I'm going to play my homie's song. I think I I actually think I, I actually think I mentioned him already a couple times. My homie Zach, we met uh, we met in radio school, and we've been really good friends since. Uh, this this quarantine has been rough for all of us. Um, he's one of the people who have been able to really, really, really uh, take advantage of the time and you know throw himself into something that he really loves doing. And you know he started doing uh, music. He plays the guitar. Uh, really good man. He played. I remember. I remember early quarantine days when we would smoke. Uh, you know, obviously. Uh, he lives very close, very, very, very close. And we, we, we spent a lot of time over the, uh, that first quarantine last year, smoking weed and just me listening to him play music and helping him with shit. And, and, you know, the first time that he played me something, it was this song here that I'm looking for. Wait a minute. He's actually in a band called Strawberry Cough. Him and Travis. I don't know Travis's last name, and I don't even think I should say it. But they're in a band. It's called Strawberry Coffee. You can check them out on all the socials. They have a little... Uh, I think they have an EP out. I don't know yet. Uh, they definitely got some singles out for sure, and the singles are dope. Um, they're in a rock band. Uh, the shit's hard, man. The, the, I'm looking for it, but where the fuck is it? Yeah, it's a, it's just a two-person band with him and a guy named Travis, uh, who's a dope drummer. Dope, dope, dope fucking drummer. Shout out, Travis, man. Um... And this song here, where the fuck? Yeah, there it is. This song was the first song that he played for me. At the time when he played it, um, obviously there was it wasn't finished. It was just guitar chords and the shit that he was working on in his basement um, when he had the time. And the sh- I told him from day one, I was like, "Listen, this song right here, this is a song that I think that you should run with." He don't listen to me because he don't listen to me because you're a grown ass man. He gonna do what he want to do. But I tell him, yo, this is the one that you should run with because this is the one that's fucking. Uh, this one's hard, man. Uh, yeah, here it is. Here it is. So this is uh, this is my homie Zach and his boy Travis. This is Strawberry Cough. Uh, this is called Hazy.
Yes, sir. That was uh, my boy and his boy, Strawberry Cough, with Hazy on 96.9 Radio. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. Let me chill. Let me chill. <laughs> Yo, fuck radio, man. I'm so... I swear to God. I swear to fucking God, I hate radio, man. Um, radio, I hope, is gone and out of our lives uh, in a few years. I, I honestly, I really do believe that. Uh, but shout out to homie Zach, man. I, I think I want to do something where I play music uh, every, 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 every episode, uh, just like a song that... Mm. <laughs> I don't know song that I like, uh, and you know I think I think friends should support friends, man. And that's my guy Zach. I've known him for a few years, and you know he started doing this music thing, and I'm behind him, man. I'm behind him 100. Uh, percent I will not only be playing rock, so don't think that I'm oh this, this black guy is only gonna be playing rock. He's some kind of edge lord. No, no, I'm not an edge lord. I'm just I'm supporting my friends. So fuck y'all, all right? Um, damn, man. I guess we're coming to the end of this pod. The podcast and um, fuck man, like I said, uh, I I want to do, I want to do like a, a quick tarot card reading because I don't know if I mentioned that earlier, but I got into that. Um, shout out Zach again. Um, and I just want to do like a quick, you know, little one card thing. It ain't nothing crazy. You know, I just shuffle up the cards a little bit and you know, pick a card just to kind of see what the day brings and how you've been feeling and so you know i guess i should let me say this little tidbit i use these cards not because i'm some zodiac freak where i base how i treat people on a fucking sign and some words i use it as a sense of perspective you know if there's something that i don't fully know how to deal with fully know how to think about evaluate in my life if there's something that's going on i kind of turn to the cards to utilize it as a different way to think about something and approach something something that's been on my mind a little while and it helps you know and i I don't take it for it being the gospel this isn't church so i don't take i don't take what the cards say as the end all be all because that that's foolish to me to me to david bunsey just make that clear again to me it's weird I use it as something that, you know, if it applies, cool. It, the perfect the perfect phrase, if it don't apply, let it fly. And that's how I that's how I kind of maneuver around with these cards. I've been thinking too, maybe I should do fucking video. No, I'm I'm, I'm poor. I don't I don't have the no money for <laughs> visuals. But let me just uh let me get a card out the deck here, one that I'm really feeling and I'm just read it to y'all and you know, if it applies to you, then dope. If it doesn't you know, cool, and you can y'all can let me know. Uh, you know, when I post this, if you want me to continue to do this or not. Uh, you know what? It don't really fucking matter because I'm gonna fucking do it. Um, so normally I do a three card reading. I'm not gonna do a three card reading now, just because I feel like I've already talked enough. <laughs> I'm talking y'all fucking ears off. Um, 
I'm simply going to just do a one card reading. Uh, simple. It doesn't need to be over the top. Uh, it doesn't need to be a little, it doesn't have to be so in depth. I don't want to hit you guys with too much all at once. I'm just going to do a little one card, make it simple, make it pretty, make it cute. All right, hold on. All right. So the card that I got is three of pentacles. I've been getting a lot of pentacles lately. Um, when I do readings for people, three of pentacles in reverse. Now, for those who don't know, uh, upright and reversed in a card reading are two different meanings so you'll get different interpretations on um whether it's reversed or it's upright and what that means is, is when you flip the card over if the image on the card is either in the upright position or if it's in the reverse position that will help determine what you're going to um how you're going to see things keep in mind i'm a novice i'm a rookie at this shit so i'm reading off of an app just so we're clear but I just figured, hey, man, if this makes me feel better, uh, I hope that it makes someone else out there feel better. So in reversed, uh, the three of pentacles reversal meaning indicates that there is a lack, uh, lack of teamwork. It shows that people are working against each other and undermining the project along the way. There seems to be too much competition between them. Each person is trying to show superiority. You may find that people are not listening to others and everyone is working for themselves. If you can be the first to reach out and give everyone a chance to be heard, perhaps the project at hand has a chance to move forward in a much better direction. That's it. Now, take that as what you want. I just wanted to read it. Uh, that one doesn't, like I said, if it, if it applies, if it doesn't apply, let it fly. Um, if, if that does mean something to someone out there, if that means something to you out there, then, you know, please let me know because then I'll, I'll feel a lot better. That one don't do shit for me. And sometimes the cards do that. You know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like the, the cards are 100% right all the time. They're not, and that's okay. It's just perspective. So it's saying there's a lack of teamwork, and it shows that people are working against each other. There seems to be too much competition between them. See, no, I don't have anything on the go right now besides this podcast, and I guess if I'm arguing with my 9,000 other personalities because I'm a Gemini, that might be it, but I don't really think that this really that one really applies to me. I'm just going to put that one back in the card, uh, back in the deck, and that was just my little tarot card reading for the day, man. Y'all let me know if y'all enjoyed that. Um, I First and foremost, man, I want to say thank you to each. I want to say thank you to each and every one of y'all that listened, tuned in. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you were here with me. I know I'm corny for using that Jay-Z line, but you can go fuck yourself. But no, seriously, thank you for listening. I appreciate y'all. Uh, there'll be more to come. Uh, wear your masks. <laughs> if I had to share another sen sentiment, share your masks. Be safe. Wash your ass. And y'all be good, man.